My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. Until we have the right knowledge of God, the knowledge of self and our need for grace remains distorted. Stephen J. Lawson Hello everyone, welcome back to Beholding. I'm Johan and I'm so happy that you joined me again. So by now you know if you want to find me on social media, get a hold of me, hear some of the music that I wrote, you can find that all in the show notes. Uh, you can go to beholding.ca to get some of those extra goodies, so I encourage you to go do that. Also, if you feel inclined, share the show with others. Let's get others on board, but mostly I just want to see the knowledge of God increase. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, get out your list, your pen and paper, and let's get on with our passage. So last week, we started the letter to the church in Pergamum in Revelation 2, 12 to 15. We saw his commitment to good theology, and he revealed how he sees our circumstances, even the culture that we are living in, and how he guides us along with that knowledge in mind. So while he points out wrong teaching, and he's committed to good theology, we undoubtedly are going to struggle. We are going to get it wrong. So today we wrap up the letter to the Church of Pergamum with verses 16 and 17. And he doesn't leave us to figure it out on our own. He gives us a way forward here. So here we go. Revelation 2, 12 to 15. Therefore repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will give to him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. Now we've seen this before that at first glance, we don't actually see much about him. But in these two verses, I came up with eight things that I feel reveal something about who he is. So number one, his response to false teaching and doctrine is repent, which means turn from what you're doing. Don't make your bed there any longer and immediately go the other direction. Turn from what you're doing. This is his response to what we heard last week. Number two, if we don't repent, he's still going to come and war against sin on our behalf. Wow. This is both terrifying and encouraging because we don't want to get in the way by making our bed in that sin because he's going to war against it. Number three, the way he wages war on sin is with the sword of his mouth. Number four, we've heard this one before. He wants us to hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. It's always worth repeating things that he says over and over again. 
Number five. This means that the Spirit is speaking to the churches. This is an encouragement to me. Number six. If we conquer or overcome, and I believe this is by repentance, as it says in the earlier verse, he rewards us with hidden manna. So number six, he rewards us with manna if we overcome. And what does that even mean? I mean, we don't talk much about manna in our everyday life. We know, we know that this is one of the way that God provided for the Israelites in the desert by bringing manna from heaven. But what does this really mean to us? This brings me to fascination and I want to know what it is. It's, it's a good opportunity to bring it to the Lord and ask him about it, what it means for us. So number eight, he has a name he calls us that others do not, which means he knows us better than anyone else to the point that he has a special name for us that no one else would call us. So this says something about him that he knows us so well and that he cares enough to give us a special name. I mean, this one gets me feeling excited. Like a kid at Christmas, it causes me to ask him, oh, what do you feel about me? What did you write on my stone? What is my name? How do you see me? What do you call me? This should be our response when we read this. So those are our eight. And what we do every week when we make our list is we turn it into prayer. We turn these things about him into declaration and declare who he is, and we speak to the Lord what he has spoken about himself and revealed about himself. So here we go. We're going to do that. You call us when we're living in false teaching and in our blindness. You call us to repent, to turn. This is your way forward for us. God, you are so committed to me not living in sin, not living in that blindness that you actually come and you will wage war on it, on my behalf. Even when I'm stubborn, when I'm trapped, when I'm having trouble turning, you come and you wage war. You're so committed to us. God, you wage war on sin with the sword of your mouth. God, you speak the words of life. You speak the words of truth. You break the back of the lies that entangle us. God, you desire for us to hear what your spirit is saying to the churches. You want us to hear strategies from heaven. You see our trappings, the things that we're stuck in, God, and you are speaking to us. You are speaking to the church. You are not silent. God, and you give hidden manna, bread and the sustenance from heaven when I overcome when I conquer, when I repent, and when I turn, you give that hidden manna, God, and you know me so well. You have a white stone for those who overcome. How mysterious. You have a name on it that only you know. And it's a secret that only I would understand. You know more about me than anyone else, including myself. Jesus, we thank you that you made a way for us through repentance. That we don't have to stay in our sin. We don't have to wallow in bad teaching and theology that causes confusion, that's empty. But God, you have provided a way forward. You've given us that gift of repentance, of turning. 
God, we don't have to make our bed in the pit of shame and darkness and confusion, but we can simply just turn and repent and we can run straight back into your arms. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you help us. Oh God, I thank you that you are warring against sin. You're warring against the darkness that is poison to our hearts. You want us to come into the fullness. So you are warring on our behalf. Thank you that you speak truth and life over me, that you break the lies, God. And thank you that you speak to your church, that your spirit is helping us, that you have assignments and paths forward for your church. God, that you are committed to seeing her fulfill her destiny. Jesus, we are so excited and fascinated by this hidden manna. We're so excited to hear the name on that white stone that is on your heart when we overcome. So what do you call me, God? How do you see me? This stirs up fascination. It stirs up desire for that day. Thank you, Jesus, that you know us so well. And yet, you are still on our side. How do these things make you feel? What kind of emotions do they stir up? How do they make you feel about Him? Yeah, I encourage you to take the time to talk to the Lord about it. Meditation this week and study. Just ask Him about it. And if you want to share what you got, I would love to hear it as well. Thanks for taking this exciting journey with me. We'll talk to you again soon. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him.